Welcome to Behind the Smoke Podcast, Barbecue War Stories. My name is Sean Walchef with Cali Comfort Barbecue, and we are recording our most special podcast to date with my man Derek Marceau from Valley Farm Market. It's uh, very, very exciting. I, I can't think of a better place to do this podcast. Um, you know, we do the podcast every week at where I grew up in Spring Valley, and now we get to do a podcast where you grew up in La Jolla. So this is kind of home for you. Um, <laughs> We kind of teased a few episodes ago about something that we were going to talk about. Um, we talked about, you know, a, a special announcement that was going to come up. Sean and I, for the past 10 years, have grown our friendship into, you know, uh, business partners and, you know, more, more of a family. And um, we've always talked about doing a, a business venture together. And we're, we do uh, the podcast and we do our charitable events. So we talked about doing something, um, whether it be Cali Comfort or Valley Farm, um, and right when I was thinking, you know, I'm done, I'm not going to expand. I'm not going to, you know, grow. We, uh, got a very, um, cool opportunity to come into La Jolla. So, uh, we, we jumped on the opportunity. It took us about 14 months to, uh, <laughs> come up with uh, the lease stuff, but, um, we are now going to be opening up a second location, Valley Farm. Sean and I are going to partner in it. And um, we're just really excited. It's going to be in, in La Jolla, in Sean's neck of the woods. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to serve this community the same way that we do Spring Valley. Yeah, I think uh, I hadn't even thought about that. But, yeah, we're doing the podcast where I grew up in La Jolla. And um, ironically, every week we do it above the butcher shop in Spring Valley. And now we're doing it above the butcher shop in La Jolla. Yeah. So um, we're, we're rooftop here, um, which is the corner of Nautilus and La Jolla Boulevard. Uh, I've never seen this view until we came to this property and today's guest, um, very special guests, both brothers that um, I've admired uh, growing up, having gone to bishops with them, but watching them professionally do what they've done um, to create a company and turns out it was meant to be because they, uh, they're the ones who purchased this property and we're, uh, we're happy to have uh, Scott and Russ Murphy from Murphy Company on the podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Shane, thanks, Derek, for having us here. We're we're excited to be here and really excited for the new uh, opportunity that you guys have. Yeah, we're we're just excited to you know come into a, a community that um, you know Sean was a part of. You guys are a part of. You guys live here, correct? You guys yep. are still still in La Jolla, born um, and raised. And uh, you know something like this, which is like a multi-use unit, we're gonna have. Correct me if I'm wrong. Fifteen units above us, and then the uh, office is up top. And Correct. Uh, Valley Farm will uh, anchor the bottom floor of the five thousand square feet. So, um, you know, we're just excited to be able to come into this community and, and serve them like we do our Spring Valley community. Can you give uh, the listeners? We have some people that fortunate that tune into this podcast all over the world, and can you tell them a little bit about La Jolla and the community um, and what it means to you to be here? For us, is really special. We grew up here and, you know, we're raised here and we're now raising our children here and our families. And, you know, it's a unique spot of the world. It's um, really coastal. You know, it's Southern California. It's San Diego. I think San Diego has a special place in a lot of people's hearts. And bringing the East County out here to the beach, I think, is an important part. And uh, the community of San Diego and La Jolla are looking forward to this. And we really appreciate you guys coming to La Jolla and bringing your market 
Yeah, I mean, it's you can't really get a better spot. Literally, we're sitting up here right now. We have a hundred and I don't want to say 180 degree, but about a 160 degree view of the water. We're I've got 300 yards away from Winning Sea Beach. Um, and, you know, we're going to do something. I, I, I truly believe that conceptually grocery stores are changing. And um, we're fortunate that we're an independent market and we're able to pivot faster than the commodity stores. Um, we see a lot of these big brick and mortar stores, 30,000 to 50,000 square feet. They're, they're going to end up going under because the Amazon goes, the Costco's, people are getting their commodity products at those stores. So we're really focusing on conceptually doing the same thing we do in Spring Valley, but being just a real specialized place where you can get items that you just can't get anywhere else. Um, you know, you don't want to, I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm just thinking out loud, but I don't think people want to order a steak online or a, um, you know, is there organic produce online? Because you want to go pick out that apple or that orange or those tomatoes and feel them in your hand. You don't want someone just throwing you whatever. Same thing with the steak. You know, personally, I've talked about this before, but if I'm going to go pick out a ribeye, I want it on the chuck end where the uh, spinalis muscle is because that's my favorite part of the ribeye. You know, I think people want to see that and, and see what's going on. So conceptually, I think businesses, and I think we're going to be at the forefront, are going to go to a smaller footprint. And that's what we're doing. We're downsizing about 2,000 square feet from 7,000 to 5,000. And we're going to kind of try to do like a fast, casual approach in, in La Jolla. Just give them what they want. Give uh, some great, you know, chickens. Some, uh, we're going to do a lot of rotisserie chicken, steamed vegetables, stuff that you can kind of come in and grab and go and you can put it on your plate. And it's going to be like a home cooked meal. I'm excited for your pokey. I've heard you have like six <laughs> different versions of pokey. Yeah, we, uh, we, we're fortunate that we've uh, won a few competitions in our pokey. We have four different varieties right now. Um, you know, the best part about San Diego is that we get just such fresh fish. And, uh, you know, we partner with Santa Monica Seafood. A shout out to Chev Ashima, uh, the vice president, who's one of my best friends. Um, but he just can, continues to take care of us. And the relationships you build, I'm, I'm a true believer in life's about relationships. And it's not just about a transactional thing. So the, the relationships that we build and people, they take care of us because we want to take care of them. And it just works so much better than if you're just trying to be a transactional business. Um, my goal and Sean's goal coming into to La Jolla is we want to be a part of this community. We want to do everything we can to be a part, ingrain ourselves just the way we do in Spring Valley and show the community that, look, I'm not worried about just the transaction. I don't want you coming here on the holiday and buying a big prime rib. I want to see you every day. I want you coming in every day and I want to give you an experience. I mean, don't kid yourself. I'll be high-fiving people when they come in here and, and getting to know them and talking to them and getting to know their families because I truly feel that experience is what's going to set us apart from different stores. And having a small footprint, we just want people to feel welcome, uh, ingrain ourselves in this community. And like I said, man, what a better what better place than, than La Jolla. Yeah. So, Derek, I've been down to Spring Valley. I bought plenty of meat, sure. but looking forward to buying a lot more. The variety that you have is insane. You know, tell me a little bit about everything you have from just, you know, cut meat to prepared stuff to marinated to sure. what, you know, what, what are you guys, what are you going to offer? We, we specialize in, in more of a high end specialty um, butcher shop. So we, we have USDA Prime and USDA Choice Black Angus cattle. It's all natural, no hormones, no antibiotics. It's range fed, which means it's out on the prairie eating its grass and stuff. And then at the very end, it's uh, finished on grain. So it's not a completely grain fed program, but it's not a completely grass fed program. So it's kind of a hybrid. Um, Greater Omaha is who I get my stuff through. The Henry, who's the president, has been a, a friend of mine for, for years. They're just doing an amazing job out there. So I go to the packing houses every year. I go to different 
ones. I see what's what's new, what's innovative, what people are doing, and they are always at the top. Um, same thing with chicken. We we use Petaluma Poultry right now. Um, they're a California-based chicken farm where we do organic and all natural chickens. It's a it's a product that I went to a, a chicken farm five years ago and walked in called the airlines and said get me a flight i'm going home and i'm never using that fucking product again ever because oh it was just so bad i'm like i cannot see that and then want to go feed that to my customers you know i, I, I wouldn't sleep well at night um our pork is a, a very good pork we use a seaboard product which is an all-natural product as well and our seafood our seafood's probably our biggest growing growing section it's uh you know wild-caught sustainable seafood and we we just we have such uh, variety because we're right here in San Diego that we can just offer everybody and it's fresh. It's, we do our, our ceviches, our pokies, um, you know, different kebabs. We do seasoned salmon, uh, marinated salmon, marinated swordfish. And then, you know, wh- whatever they're out there catching. You know, personally, I'm a fisherman. I'm a hunter and fisher. So I love to go out there myself. We have our commercial fishing license and we're able to go out and get some fish ourselves. So, um, it's, it's exciting to, to be able to bring that into, uh, La Jolla. My dad taught me something years and years ago where it was, you know, he'd rather make three nickels instead of one dime. So if we can get people in here and give them a value and give them the best product they can get at a good value and know that we're taking care of them, we hope that we see them all the time. Yeah, I think for us, you know, one of the important things about the podcast going behind the smoke, essentially, we like to talk to entrepreneurs, other people that are doing really cool things, things that we admire, um, other leaders in the community. And for us, a lot of people that have been listening to this podcast they've been coming with us along this journey and that's why this episode is just so special can you guys tell us a little bit more about your company about uh, murphy company and how how it came to be and actually you know how we got up to this uh, to this deal to where we're sitting podcasting on top of a roof <laughs> yeah absolutely you know um i told my dad one time that i wanted to be the president of the united states <laughs> And he said, no, you don't. <laughs> you want to be the president of your own company. And so that was a lifelong goal for me. And to be able to start a company and then Russ and I have grown it in the last 10 years. We're going into our 10th year, November 2009. So this is our 10th year of business starting this month wow. here wow. in November. Awesome. And, uh, you know, we've worked really hard at it. It's kind of crazy. People say, hey, you guys are blowing up. You're going crazy. Well, at the end of the day, Russ and I are still in the office grinding it out or doing business development or trying to make ends meet and um you know most people don't see that part of the puzzle and you know that's our work ethic that we were raised with of hard work and um you know focus and so that's what we've been doing we have a business plan and we've stuck to it and you know it's not been easy it's been a a long intense ride and it's still not easy but we're really trying to have fun while we're out here building stuff and, you know, being in the coastal world with our Pelican and, you know, having, you know, joint venture type of businesses like this has been super special and, you know, continue to have those relations. And, um, you know, so Russ can elaborate more on our company and what we do and how we've evolved. Yeah. So Murphy Company is uh, summed up in, you know, really three words, development, investments and construction. And so we have multiple multiple parts of our business, and that's to be diversified, to be able to weather the storm and uh, have multiple avenues and, you know, really have a robust company that we're able to, uh, you know, go through the ebbs and tides and, sure. you know, work through it all. And so on top of this building right now is a, um, as Derek described, it's a 15-unit 
residential project with ground floor retail that Valley Farm is coming in and we're very excited about that. And it's a, it's a unique project because for the last almost two decades, about 20 years, this building has just gone into a, a straight decline downhill. And as soon as we purchased it and, you know, we started tearing everything off of it, the immediate reaction was, it already looks better, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and we were just, and we're in framing right now, it, it technically right. looks worse, but people, right. the, the point is, is that this is a really unique opportunity to not only showcase what Scott and I and Murphy Company do, where we come in, we seek out value that maybe other people aren't seeing and we're able to transform something. This is a building that used to be a medical office building. Back in its heyday, there was a pharmacy on the ground floor. It is, many people to this day tell us how important that pharmacy was to the community. And so there's this new opportunity with us and Valley Farm and Murphy Company and the partnership to bring some residential to the upstairs, breathe some new life into it, make it a really uh, incredible looking building from our perspective. and and bring Valley Farm to the ground floor and let's, let's reinvigorate that community experience. I, I've probably driven up and down La Jolla Boulevard here, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand times, if not a million. I don't know. Right. It's uncountable. And the same goes for every other person in the community. They pass by this two, three, four, five times a day. And so now there's going to be something where people are able to come in and drop in, get some meat, pick up some produce, pick up some of their daily needs, enjoy that really amazing customer experience that you're talking about, and not have to travel to some other quality meat places that are 10, 15, 25 minutes away, go all the way out to Spring Valley like sure. the diehards I know do. <laughs> right. And it's just something that's not currently here. Back five years ago, we used to have Jonathan's Market, which was an establishment here in La Jolla. They had really fine food, fine produce, fine meats that you couldn't get anywhere else. Really great family. Derek, I believe you know them. I knew the and, original owners, yeah. And terrific people. And they mm -hmm. just got to the point in their business cycle where it made more sense to close down. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I think they still own the real estate. And But now Valley Farm is going to be this new, iconic, go-to place. And... I don't think there's anything better that we could have on the ground floor. Yeah, we really focus a lot on barbecue as well. And, you know, people, I think, like to eat out, uh, be outside there. I mean, like we talk about, this weather out here is just amazing. So if you can be outside, we do our carne asadas and pollo asadas that have won numerous awards. Um, and we just like to really focus on giving everyone the best quality that we know how to. And, you know, there's nothing more exciting for me than seeing people when they come back in and they have that smile on their face because you told them hey here's a rib it's gonna be the best rib you've ever had and they come walking in you're like oh you nailed it didn't you because when they go out there they're grilling it and it's creating that experience for them so they're going to their grill now they're grilling and they're having so much fun and we're all in it together and that's truly i mean what i'm what i'm really really excited about here is just all of us being in it together uh making the community better than it is and it's already amazing you know um and, you know, for me being in East County, you know, you're talking about a place here in, in La Jolla. I didn't realize how hard it is to get in and out of La Jolla personally, especially this, this spot. And if you don't have something that's kind of close to go out there, I mean, you're talking about 25, 30 minutes to sometimes get to the freeway. Yep. yep. And then you got to, you know, that's, that's a long time. So if we can, you know, give someone something that they need and a necessity, we can fill that for them. We're, we're 
all we're doing is just making a better footprint, you know, and, and, and making everyone better. And they don't have to go out and drive the 45 minutes to go get a good, get a good steak. Hopefully they can walk here. I mean, there's a lot of uh, great, you know, homes around here. And we just, you know, like I said, I, I'm a firm believer that a, a leader serves. And uh, that's what I'm and Sean, what we're trying to do is just be of service to people. Um, we're focusing on not being a transactional place where we just come in and take your money and, and leave. We, we really want to be a part of everything. So, like I said, man, it's uh, it's really exciting. I know, I know I keep going back to that. But, I mean, you know, for, for a guy like me, I'm 35 years old. And I'm not trying to retire anytime soon, you know. So it's just going to be really excited for, exciting for myself, my kids, my wife, everyone to be able to come out here and, and enjoy this uh, wonderful community. And then Sean, you know, he has his uh, his son and wife and, you know, everyone just coming out here with their families and being able to take good, good food home and grill it. I mean, what better? What better place? Yeah. I mean, my grandfather was an immigrant. He was born in Bulgaria. He worked to get out of Bulgaria to become a medical doctor, to travel all the way over to the United States and move our family. He learned about California, moved to Los Angeles, and he eventually heard of La Jolla and he said, that's where I'm going to move to no matter what has to happen. And, you know, he was fortunate that he was a medical doctor and able to come and live here. But, you know, he raised me as his son. And growing up in La Jolla was the biggest blessing I've ever had. You know, he put me through private school at Bishops where we met. Um, and we have so many close friends that they might have left San Diego. They might have left La Jolla, but they tend to always come back. Mm-hmm. Um, they come back for that village feel, that community feel. Uh, they come back because... It's very rare in life. I mean, when I met my wife and I would go and I'd introduce her to our friends, our network of friends, she just was, she didn't understand how could you have this many people that love you? I'm like, well, it's not just they love me. I love them. And I love not just them, but I love their brothers and their sisters and their mom and their dad. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk about how you guys chose to have Murphy Company here in La Jolla, but you actually moved your offices um, as a strategic move, but you keep choosing to come back what keeps pulling you back yeah that's a good question i'll let scott dive into it a little bit too but um of course la jolla is amazing um luckily we outgrew our office and (laughs) so we needed to find a a place to hang our hat that we could house you know more employees and valued employees and so one of the thoughts was you know we really want to be somewhere that's centric to not only uh, our employees and making sure it's easy for them to get to work and not make them drive into La Jolla 25 minutes each way. Sure. Uh, but let's try and find something that's close to the intersection of five and eight so that it's an easy commute for them. You know, this is about quality of life and something that Murphy company really focuses on internally is culture. And part of that is how much time you spend with your family, not how much time you spend at work. So moving our office out there, although Scott and I probably sacrificed the most, most on our daily commute, <laughs> um, is worth it you know it's important for our clients for consultants for partners like derek and sean or anyone else who's you know coming down highway five and eight it's easy to get to yeah. so we have a pretty cool iconic building right on the west side of highway five just south of old town avenue as you go to the airport you can see the murphy company sign and that's in our way of uh that's one of our ways of just sticking the flag in the ground and saying we're here for the long haul just like you guys you know we're young guys, but with a really deep experience and deep roots here in La Jolla mm-hmm. and San Diego. And we're not going anywhere. If anything, we're just going to keep growing and look forward to, you know, more opportunities with people like you. I, I really like what you said about culture. Um, it's, it's something that's extremely important to us as well. Um, going through this whole 
deal. This is it, it's new to me, right? I, I I have a business in Spring Valley. We own the property. We do everything. You know, everything I just do by myself. <clears throat> Coming out here, you know, and then getting to meet you guys and uh, going through it, you know, we're we're already starting to feel that that culture and in, in that camaraderie and you have to have that because if i didn't i promise i wouldn't do this there's no chance i would do this if i <clears throat> felt that the landlord or anyone that's involved wasn't didn't have my best interest at heart because in the end and whatever's being said i'm going to work my ass off to make sure this thing works and to know that the Murphy company has my back, like I have their back and it's a, it's a relationship is, is really, really important. And what we do at Valley farm is we, we just make sure everyone's happy. And it's the same thing. You know, when I, people are always so stuck on different schedules and stuff and I'm, I'm really, really, I focus on making sure if we have mothers that they can pick their kids up from school and they can do certain things and we, we work around schedules and we, obviously there are certain times that things just don't happen and, and holidays come up. But <clears throat> for the most part, we're trying to create an environment that's uplifting. I, I feel that if my employees feel suppressed or they, if they don't feel good about themselves, they're not going to be able to give the service to the customers that they deserve. So that's really cool to hear that that's your guys' strategy as well. I mean, I can already feel that, but to hear you guys say it and verbalize, it, it's really cool. I think it's important to, you know, have a strong team. Anything in life you do, you're not going to be successful if you just want to hold it all and do it all by yourself. It's it's like a baseball team or a football team or any sports team where if you're going to win the championship, you're doing it with a team. And so try to instill that in everybody and have a good work environment. And, you know, going back to where our office is, it's all, we consider that to be maybe the heart of San Diego right there, the five and the eight. You know, you got South County, East sure. County, North County, Coastal right there. So really central to go to downtown and conduct business. And, um, you know, coming here from La Jolla, the Bird Rock area where we grew up was where the Pelican was an iconic symbol. And I kind of, you know, maybe uh, <laughs> took that symbol a little far. And <laughs> that's our symbol of our company. But it shows like freedom and the coastal and surfing and just being near the ocean and flying through the air and surfing over waves it's a pretty amazing thing and be able to see that and experience it is, is neat so we try to get the coastal you know theme into our work as much as possible yeah we talked we talked about team two and last week i don't know and i apologize listeners if if i said this last week but i um i was at a, a hall of fame meeting for my high school and they were asking me how i do everything that i do and they're like man you just do so much i can't believe i'm like look i'm nothing without my great team like I'm nothing without my Abby's, without Sean, without everyone that's in my leadership group and everyone that works for me. I'm nothing without them. And I tell them all the time, look, you don't work for me. I work for you. And I truly feel that way. Like I'm working day in and day out to make sure that you have the life that you want. And to have a team aspect, like you said, you're not going to win a championship by yourself. You're not going to do it. You, you have to have a team that, that works well together. Um, we talk about Abby all the time and, but she's my assistant and you know, she loves to do things that I hate and she's better at it than I am, you know, and, and it's great. If you're, if you look around in your office and you're the best at everything, you're doing something wrong. You have to hire people on your team that are better than you at certain positions. And that's where your growth is going to come. And for me as a type A personality, it was really, really hard, you know, cause I thought I could do everything the best. Mm -hmm. And now seeing that it's like, whoa, like, and then you give them a little room to like, you know, let's just say that like cat, for example, my GM, um, she is absolutely amazing. And once I kind of let her go a little bit, she's a sommelier, she's all these things. 
her mind, she took ownership of so much that I was like, oh my God, I couldn't have done that. I could not have done that. Well, you know, and, and her doing that, taking initiative, doing those things, she's happier. She, she gets that leash and, and she's doing stuff and it's, it's just amazing to grow, but it's, it's the team aspect. It's all about the team. It's not about me. You know, I just might be on the, on the forefront. I, I tell my employees all the time, look, Valley Farm ship, it's going to sail. I'm fortunate right now that I'm driving, I'm sailing the ship. At some point, I'm not going to be sailing the ship anymore. And if it's my kids or if it's Sean or if it's whoever, someone else is going to sail the ship. But it's a fucking sturdy ship. And it's going to keep going because of the team that's that's going with it. It's not about me. Derek, if, if I jump off, that's that ship, it's still going to sail. It's still going to keep going. Yeah, tell us a little bit about some of your rock stars. That I mean, we've we've met them throughout this process. Like, I mean, this this has taken fourteen months for us to get up on top of here. But you know, obviously, doing a podcast press release and having the La Jolla Light do an article as well as the Eater, um, it's really exciting. But there's a lot of people that aren't you guys. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. And um, you know, I'll take a, a crack at it and describe some of the people. What's interesting about us is. We're diverse in what we do. A lot of people might think of us as a real estate developer. Other people might think of us as a general contractor. Some people might not know that we do our own in-house property management, and we have our own staff who does that. Our accounting team is kick-ass and second to none. Um, you know, and it's important to be just a you know squeaky clean so that Russ was can... a CPA, Ernst and Young. For everybody, <laughs> yeah. you know that. In my former life, I like to say, but uh, yeah, we couldn't do it with a lot without a lot of those people and without going through every single one. But you met Jesse Lyons, yep. director of operations, uh, and he really we like to call him the Swiss Army knife because he does um, a lot of everything: marketing, property management, customer service. Um, IT, website you know, development, website development, blogging, a lot He's in of charge of special projects, special yeah. projects, and uh, you know, terrific, terrific guy. And Kara uh, Corner, director of accounting, just absolutely talk about someone who you know, just give them a little bit of room and they 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 take it over completely. Right. Like you know, Scott said or joked or you know, I, yes, I was a former CPA. The, the truth is, and I'm not shy to say, I, I hated it, you know, I, I, and I wasn't frankly that good at it because I didn't enjoy it either. Absolutely. And, and so someone like Kara, you know, and her team that she has, you know, with her, with Ashley, or, you know, have really just taken it to a whole nother level of things that I could never do, you know, and didn't want to do or would have been right. able to do. Or, and so, you know, we have a bunch of, you know, our project management team are, you know, filled with all stars. I mean, Scott, talk a little bit about our construction team. Yeah, I mean Kelly Modin, who's in charge of our pre-construction, she's amazing, and she director is a of development, is fantastic for helping us plan big projects. You know, there's a lot of planning that goes into our projects, and I think that is probably one of the number one things that is not appreciated by most John Q. public. You know, is how much time and effort needs to be sent, spent to figure out buildings such as this one, for example. I mean, we have live electricity in this building. We have live cell phone towers right there. And we have demoed this thing to the core, stripped it to the bone, and yet we're operating with a waterproof roof and we're building right now and we're operating right here. That's just massive planning and coordination with, you know, outside agencies and private, you know, utilities. And, you know, it's the city of San Diego. And so that's a big part of it. We've got Curtis Brooks and... Ben Bookwalter, both senior project managers, managing construction projects that are very complicated from Uber custom estates to um, apartment buildings, you know, equine facilities, commercial assisted living facilities. I mean, we're diverse in what we do. People ask us what kind of construction we do, and 
we got we laugh because it's like <laughs> well, we can build anything whatever yes. what do you want me to do? yes <laughs> yeah. that's what it, yeah. yes i can do whatever so Absolutely. you know that's you know most of our office staff plus our project engineers and assistant project managers and everyone else involved in our day to day but there's also the whole field side and the field side is a pretty dynamic world and you know the the superintendents and assistant superintendents and the carpenters and laborers you know those are the guys that russ and i go hey you're our eyes and ears there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in the field you're out you got to protect the company you got to make sure people are doing stupid stuff or the wrong stuff you got to hit the old timeout stop let's do this right let's make sure you know we're playing by the rules and it's safe and, you know, there's, we're involved in the people business. There's so many people involved in a construction or development or any sort of investment project that you have to really, you know, stick to the protocol, go with our procedures and, you know, do it in a methodical method. And so that's what we've instilled is try the, the methods to, to get to the end. And that's really our, our job, go from A to Z and finish. So that's what we really take a lot of pride in is finishing our job. I think one of the things that, people you know our friends that have admired your company one of the things they've always said is time tell, tell us about time oh boy this is it i got two <laughs> i got i got two enemies. did i hit it did i, I got two enemies in this world <laughs> one's water and the other one's time yeah. you know there's never enough time and it's a very um precious commodity and you know russ and i do our best to manage our schedules and juggle the time with our families and our children we both have three boys each and those boys need a lot of attention and our wives too and it's hard you know trying to run business and make sure everyone's happy and and make it happen and you know it's fun it's a very big challenge but russ and i uh are you know constantly working on our time management and it's something that we're very cognizant of and goes back to planning and scheduling and our weekly meetings is something that's been tried and true for us and it's been very um helped us with our successes the reoccurring weekly meeting for any project and multiple meetings each week reoccurring for each project and so that's uh, a little secret sauce out there for someone who's yeah. got a question on how we do it. consistency and uh, you know I think that's gotten us to where we are it's difficult being a vertically in- integrated company we do everything from land acquisitions underwriting new development deals all the way through the process of entitlements and approvals, construction to ultimately refinancing and you know dealing with the investment aspect to managing it in-house. And so, and then ultimately customer service and dealing with the follow-up. And so that's a lot of, lot of moving parts and we couldn't do it with our, without our team. Um, it may be a question coming up, I don't know, but I, I'll, I'll jump into, you know, Scott and I and our relationship and it, you know, it's very important to have those strong business relationships. And, you know, I, I couldn't do it without Scott. And I think he would agree. He couldn't do it without me because it's, you know, one plus one is three sure. really, you know, we're able to divide and conquer at times. Uh, we're able to collaborate at times and, you know, commiserate at times. And, you know, what, what that all means is we get a high five and celebrate, you know, the good times too. Yeah. Um, Cause there, we've talked about it a couple of times here on this podcast already is there's highs and lows and, getting through that and if you're going to sail your ship it's not always smooth sailing right and uh but sometimes it is and so it's nice to be able to rely on someone and you know sit back to back and go through it together and really try and figure out how to move it forward but it's not just about the two of us 
or maybe the two of you, you know, but it has to do with the families, our employees, their families. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of vendors, subcontractors, partners, consultants, a lot of people that, uh, you know, we work with. It's a very intertwined web, probably no different than your businesses. You have a lot of people you rely on. And so yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's how you treat people and how they treat you. And, you know, life's short. You got to have fun and enjoy what you're doing and enjoy the people you work with. Sean. How do you feel about coming back into your neighborhood? Coming back to La Jolla, um, you know, it's one of those things. Some, did you think you'd be doing it in a grocery store? You know, and not a barbecue restaurant. When I when my when I growing up in La Jolla, going to Bishops in eighth grade, my grandfather we took back over the restaurant in Spring Valley. So before we used to go out to Warner Springs and spend time on the weekend, going in the pot pool and playing tennis and doing all kinds of stuff. And we took took back over the restaurant, and we ended up you know, in eighth grade having to go every single Saturday and Sunday to bus tables. And I fucking hated it. It was like, it sucked. I mean, I would leave and I would leave Jack and Andrew and Garrett and they would all be sleeping over at my house. And I would leave and wake up in the morning and go drive out to Spring Valley to go, you know, bus tables and wash dishes. I fucking hated it. Came back home, you know, and I always like felt bad about my life. Like, oh, poor is me. But my grandfather, he was like, we're going to work. And he taught me that work ethic. And I'm so grateful that he did that because it instilled in me what hard work really is. And it wasn't about that we needed that I needed to make money on the weekend. He just wanted us to fucking work because he was from Bulgaria and that's what you do. So for me, having that and having him providing the opportunity to go to bishops and to meet the families that I met, um, I never thought that I, I would have a business in La Jolla. Honestly, I, you know, after opening a restaurant in Spring Valley and keeping it open for 10 years and all the ups and downs that we had to do to, to make that business go. I mean, knowing La Jolla the way that I did, they're just, I just didn't think that there would be a property that would make sense, you know, for anything that we were doing. And one thing led to the other and look at where we are. I mean, it's pretty, uh, pretty incredible because growing up here, there just really wasn't a place to go that was anything close to Valley Farm. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, like I said, just to be able to be of service. You know, we're going to have everything, but just not, you know, it's a smaller footprint, so we're not going to have, you know, the varieties of, of everything, but we're going to have just, you know, the, the produce, the deli, the, the meats, the seafood, um, beers, wines, liquors, and just really focusing on the, the craft part of, of the industry. Um, we're seeing that a lot of people are going towards that and, and really focusing back on the craft side. I think when when um, there was a, a, a strike in 2004, which really helped the grocer, the independent grocer, and then the economy um, taking a dip really helped the independent grocer as well because I think people started to see that when you talk about time, you're going out, let's just say you're going to a restaurant and you know, you're spending time with your family, but it's kind of hectic and chaotic and you know, you're, you're, you end up spending a couple hundred bucks if you're going to get some nice steaks. Well, people are seeing you can go and grab some steaks and cook it and we can teach you how to do stuff and do it at home in the convenience of your house, spend the time with your family and you're sp spending a third or half of the price and it's better than what you would get at a restaurant. And you're, you're creating that service for that community and that, that person. It gives them that time with the family to do things, teach your kids how to cook that craft style. Mm -hmm. and you can make it exactly how you want it. The ways pe people season their, their steaks, you know, sometimes I've had steaks. I'm like, that's, that's horrible. I would never, never do it that way. Or I'm like, wow, I would have never thought about it that way. But now you can do it in your home. You can do those things and you can, you know, 
frankly, just make it the way you want it. And, uh, you know, that's something that we're going to be able to give the community is like the best and you can make it how you want it. And we can teach you how to cook it. You know, we're gonna have barbecue here. We got, we were fortunate. We just got voted best barbecue in San Diego and, uh, and Valley farm is going to bring some barbecue out here to, to La Jolla. You know, we hope people really enjoy it. We're going to have tri-tip brisket, pulled pork ribs and, and, you know, all the fixings that come with it. Um, you know, I, like I said, I, I think we're unique. I hope that we... <laughs> you could say we're unique. Yeah. I, I, Pod, we're podcasting with our landlords on top of the building and construction. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that qualifies us as the unique. The building's currently shaking <laughs> while to drop lumber. Um, uh, we, never, we never do things the, the normal way. But conceptually, I mean, I think this is just something where the, where the industry is going. And um, the, the commodity stores aren't going to be able to pivot. And we can kind of be the, the forefront of something that's going to be really exciting. So we'll dig into the Scott's and Russ's pockets and make them buy more. More buildings and uh, see if we can if this if this exactly. works and we'll um we, we're very good at spending your guys' money so uh, we'll make sure we keep doing that when uh when did you guys know valley farm was right for this property uh this morning <laughs> no, i, I, I want to say there's been a, a real need for something like this in this community for a long time and we've russ and i have been talking to this about this and with people in the community over and over and over and like looking for locations with bird rock or the village win and see where could it be where would it work and when people start finding out that there could be a market here that would serve them with you know some pre-made food and specialty meats it, the reaction that i've gotten personally and that russ has gotten is mind-blowing it is a buzz right now that is unreal there's a huge need for it in our community and i i see it being a win-win for the community for you guys as entrepreneurs and you know just the whole thing in general is going to be a huge win so i can't tell you how excited we are personally but also all the community members and people that i interact with how excited they are for valley farm to be here in la jolla yeah it was one of the first things we would hear from the community when we first went under contract with the building back in early 2017 so that was over 18 months ago and uh a market a market a market we just kept hearing it we kept talking about it we kept you know going through and trying to figure out how to make that a reality luckily sean very soon after that sniffed it out (laughs) and he was banging down the door it took us some time to you know you know the development's a slow process to go through the city and so it took us some months to get organized as far as what we wanted what we needed and Ultimately, at the end of the day, um, you know, I don't think there could be a better fit now that I see it. Valley Farm is going to be the perfect fit. The community doesn't even know what's coming to get them. And it's going to be something that's unbelievable. There's nothing that's going to be like it. There's going to be people who are going to, you know, brave that traffic into La Jolla just to come here because they've heard about it. Well, it's going to be unique. I, I'm really, really excited about it. And I, I'm just happy that, you know, we're already starting this relationship off this way and we can get the opportunity to, to do it and serve the community and come back into Sean's uh, neck of the woods. Cannot thank you guys enough for taking the time out to, to come talk to us and kind of explain what's going on. I, I can't tell you how excited I am. I'm, I'm really, I'm not excited about the traffic, um, <laughs> but I'm really, really excited about just doing this and being a part of this, um, being a part of this family that we're going to create. Um, you know, I, I just thank you guys for taking the uh, initiative to, to listen to us and, uh, you know, think it through and, and taking a gamble on, on 
a bunch of East County folks who are, uh, you know, trying to, to figure it out. So thank we, you guys we, for doing that. We do want to mention Corey, uh, who's always on top of it, wanted to mention our, we do have new social accounts for Valley Farm Market underscore La Jolla. So we'll have that on Instagram and Facebook. Also follow Murphy Company at Murphy Company on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, where else can they find you? MurphyCompany.com. And on go, go on LinkedIn because they have an awesome behind-the-scenes video. I think that was my favorite video, the outtakes. Yeah, those are pretty good. I love that. <laughs> Bloopers. We're putting that in the show notes too. <laughs> uh, but that was fantastic. And, yeah, please follow those social pages. Um, Our new websites will be uh, hitting tomorrow. Awesome. So, so we'll, uh, have valleyfarmmarkets.com. And thank you to our producer, Corey, yes. who continues to overachieve in what he does. Thank you very much, Corey. You, it doesn't go unnoticed, buddy. You're, you're amazing. Thank you too, you. Brian. Ah. Podcasting on the roof. But yeah, no, both you guys. We, <laughs> Look at uh, that caterpillar on his upper this lip. Is epi- See that thing? <laughs> this is epi- aggressive, right? I love <laughs> yeah. it. Episode number 79. Uh, for all you guys that have been following the podcast, we truly appreciate it we you guys have been part of the journey and you'll continue to be part of the journey and hopefully uh someday you'll be coming out here for some uh parties some opening parties right lots of i know, them. I know you like to do open oh parties. yeah we have opening parties <laughs> you like putting them on parties, the calendar right parties, <laughs> did we say when we we're gonna open uh no when are we opening um I don't know. Have we put it on record? No, we're not going to put it on record. <laughs> 2019. 2019. 2019. Yeah, 2019. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to say, you know, thank you to Derek and Sean and your team. Um, you know, you guys have been great people to get to know. I've obviously known Sean for many years and, you know, Derek, great getting to know you and hats off to you guys. Cause I, I am, you know, for a couple guys, Scott and I and our team who does a lot, I'm really impressed because you guys do a shitload. So, you know, <laughs> it's you. Uh, inspiring as well. So I can I can see why it makes sense to get together and go kick some butt. Awesome. Well, Absolutely. we look forward to it. And if you guys are in the La Jolla community, we cannot wait to meet you. I'm going to give you a big bear hug and a high five. That's, so that's welcome right in. Right in. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Derek. Sean. Hey guys, this is Sean and Derek. And we just really want to thank you for listening to the podcast. It means the world to us. We'd like you to go check out BehindTheSmokeMedia.com. That's our website where we have barbecue resources for you to help build your barbecue business. Uh, We also have events listed, so anything that's happening in the West Coast barbecue movement, uh, anything that's going on, we want you to go check that out so you can learn more and get involved. We also have show notes uh, from all the episodes, so anything we talked about in the episodes, you can find detailed show notes there. Um, Plus, you can just get in touch with us. It's important that uh, we're here as a resource for you. So please reach out. Let us know how Derek and I can help you with your barbecue journey. Uh, Get involved. Stay curious. And uh, follow us on social at Barbecue War Stories. Uh, We'll talk to you soon.